Now, Encountering Hope. The Apostle Paul declared, So I find it to be a law that when I want to do right, evil lies close at hand. Romans 7, verse 21. He recognized the battle that rages in all our hearts. Even for believers, our desire is to honor Christ, but sin lies close at hand. The battle is real. In Christ, we're set free from the mastery of sin. But the reality is that after coming to faith, the battle remains. Now, we should not make room or excuses for sin. Rather, we must humble ourselves before the mighty hand of God, confess our shortcomings, and repent of them. And for those who've suffered under the mastery of sin and addiction, the battle can be even harder. Praise be to Jesus that though we battle with sin, He, His power, and His promises are firm and true. Mikhail is a part of a church-based team and dedicates his life to serving orphan children in Siberia. He's supported in this ministry through Orphans Reborn and here shares a story that helps us understand the joy of salvation and the battle that remains. When I first saw Roma, I really admired him, and we made friends right away. He was 16 when he, along with his two younger brothers named Kirill and Sergei, ended up in the orphanage. Roma was into sports. We trained together, and then we talked on various topics. He denied God and felt offended for the death of his stepfather. However, six months later, Roma started asking specific questions, through which I realized that God was working with him. Roma began to change and opened up to me as he could see his life through other eyes. When Roma was about 11, his mother's roommate hooked him on the hardest drug that was used in the whole country. The addiction to it is almost impossible to overcome, and as statistics say, the chance to overcome equals one in several hundred. Roma would hide his addiction from many, including me. He told me he did not want to be a drug addict and a thief, that he wanted to be like me and go to orphanages helping children. Roma was the first orphan who told me such things. I took Roma from the orphanage and placed him in a Christian rehabilitation center where he stayed for two months. In the center, he repented and received Christ. After rehabilitation, Roma wanted to go to the Adaptation Center, which is located at the Ungut campsite, where we run various camps, including working camps. Roma stayed there for six months. You can imagine his character, an 18-year-old boy in the company of those who are over 40, working hard, then doing the Bible study and praying. Roma wanted to glorify God. By God's grace, Roma found hope and life. In Christ, he was made new and adopted into the family of God. He hungered for Christ. Yet, even with saving faith in Jesus, the struggle with sin and old habits remained. On Sunday, I was to stand in the pulpit with Roma. I wanted him to share his testimony of the miracles that God had performed in his life. I wanted everyone to see Roma, a tall and handsome boy from an orphanage who decided to follow the Lord. Instead of a pulpit, I found myself standing by his coffin 
and did not understand how and why it happened. Why did it happen that a 19-year-old boy who was full of strength and ideas was lying lifeless? We arranged his funeral in our church, and many children and orphanage graduates came to say goodbye to him. His mother was there, sobbing by the coffin, and his brothers looked at him for the last time, not believing their eyes. When I found out that Roma had died, I could not find a place for myself and was just walking up and down, looking for an answer. God saw my pain and gave me the answer through prayer. He said that Roma was with him, that we had to move on, that Roma had been saved. He managed to reconcile with God. He realized his guilt and need in the Lord. Not everyone is capable to do such a step, but he did. Roma chose the right path, but it turned out to be a slippery road, and he stumbled. After he left the adaptation center, Roma settled in the church where they provided a room for him. On Tuesday, he got a job, and on the same day, he found a drug. He brought it to his room, but unfortunately, no one was around. Roma closed the door, used the drug, and died. No one was around when the life of a young boy with the biggest and kindest heart I have ever seen ended. It would be over, if not for the one who was next to Roma. Only he hugged Roma for the last time. Only he, knowing that Roma would stumble again, nevertheless forgave him. Only he, only Jesus. It seems to me that this tragedy was not accidental. Just as the short life of my friend Roma and our encounter with him were not accidental. I so love Roma. Only through Christ can we rise above the pain and hardship of this world. Only in Christ can we know that through His grace we have hope. Even when we are faithless, He is faithful. Sin is close at hand, but victory can be found daily in Jesus. Fix your eyes on Him. Then Samson called on the Lord and said, O Lord God, please remember me, and please strengthen me only this once, O God, that I may be avenged on the Philistines for my two eyes. Judges 16, verse 28. Judges is a book filled with great disappointments, deliverance, and victory. The contrasts are dramatic. After the great conquest by the children of Israel under Joshua's leadership, they plunged into 300 years of disobedience and judgment. Each fall into sin was followed by repentance. Each time, God granted deliverance from their enemies through a series of judges that he had raised up. One of the judges was Samson. He, like all the other judges, was flawed. If God had to have perfect people to work through, he would have none, past or present. This realization does not excuse our sin or our imperfections, but it does highlight God's grace, mercy, and wisdom. Samson was raised up by God to deliver Israel from the abusive rule of the Philistines. Samson, as you may remember, had a glaring area of weakness. He loved intimacy with beautiful women. His desire for sinful, immoral encounters led him to Delilah. 
Through repeated badgering, she finally coaxed from him the reason for his strength. He was subsequently overpowered by the Philistines and reduced to an object of mockery. At a great celebration, the Philistines had Samson brought out so they could taunt him and be entertained. It was at this celebration that Samson prayed and asked God to strengthen him one more time that he might have vengeance upon the Philistines. God granted his request, and the whole structure in which the Philistines were gathered came crashing down at the hands of Samson. The account of Samson is a very sad one. His triumphs could have been so much greater. Instead, he yielded to the sinful weakness of his flesh. It cost him his life. It's equally tragic to read of Roma, who grew up in difficult circumstances. He was introduced to a very addictive drug as a boy by the provision of his own mother's roommate. The drug had the reputation of causing lifelong addiction. The next period of his life found him in an orphanage. By God's grace, Roma was befriended by Mikhail, a faithful servant to the orphans. Through his ministry, Roma repented and trusted Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior. He was growing in grace and had great potential for serving the Lord. However, the powerful desire created by the addictive drug proved too much. Roma was an imperfect disciple and a servant of Christ, not unlike you and me. So let's give thanks to God for His grace toward Roma and us all. Let's praise Him for His mercy on us, we imperfect followers of Jesus Christ. Learn how SGA is sharing the gospel, equipping the church, and helping the forgotten at sga.org.